in my wake up with M text message this morning. I was writing about how whatever you're feeling today is absolutely perfect. If you're in a great mood, awesome. If you're in a shit mood, that's equally as valuable to you. I think um, more and more we need to be having this conversation around feelings not being negative or positive. They are just feelings. And the less we demonize hard feelings, the more open we will be to having them. When we're more open to having them, we're more willing to deal with our shit. We're more willing to do the hard stuff. We're more willing to heal. We're more willing to transcend through our trauma so that we can be free of those hard feelings. That doesn't mean we're not going to have bad days again. It doesn't mean we're never going to feel angry or sad or worried or fear again. Those things are part, like I said, the normal, natural part of being a human being. So awesome that you feel positive today. That's great. Equally as valuable are the days when you don't feel positive. They're not better nor worse. So grateful for all the amazing people in my life. That's lovely. Morning, Kathy. How are you doing, hun? Hi, Claire. How are you doing? I just need to say this really quickly. Everything I'm wearing today is uncomfortable. You know, I put on my really uncomfortable pair of knickers. My bra's got one of those, like, underwire bits just sticking in my left boob. The label on my jumper is all a bit scratchy. I just, oh, just did a terrible job at getting myself dressed this morning. Anyway have the choice to change it, but I'm just going to sit here and moan about it instead. All right, I'm going to get on because otherwise I'd just be chatting to you guys all day, which would be lovely, but probably not very interesting for anyone to listen to on a podcast. Okay, here we go. Hi, and welcome to the Unashamedly Human podcast, where we explore how we can better understand our thoughts, feelings and actions, change our results and feel less alone as we navigate that crazy thing called life. My name is Emily Chabourne and I am a mindset coach and I recorded this episode live in my free Facebook group, That Crazy Thing Called Life. If you're not a member yet, head to the show notes to join this epic community of over 3,000 people and you'll be able to join me live next week as I record the next episode of Unashamedly Human, the podcast. Dear Em, all of my friends are achieving big things in their lives and I feel like I'm being left behind. I'm single and I live in a share house. I work in an admin role that I'm not passionate about and I would like to be earning more money. My friends are all getting married, buying houses, being promoted and having children. I feel so left out. It's like they all grew up and I'm still kicking about. What should I do? Lots of us have probably experienced this, this feeling of being left behind. This feeling of like not quite keeping up with your peers, either financially, or in terms of the things that they are doing. Always putting yourself in this sort of scale of comparison with the people that you went to school with, the people that you went to university with, the people that you grew up with, or even just the people that are roughly in the same age bracket as you. And I think because of the way that our schooling system works, which is that we go through school from the age of four or five with the people that are the same age as us, and we are expected unrightly so I believe but we are expected to maintain a consistency with the people around us as to what we are capable of doing so our ability level is based on our age and so from a very early age while we are still in those formative imprint years from zero to seven we are suddenly introduced to this paradigm of you must keep up with the people around you if you are five years old you should be able to do this Now, interestingly, and unfortunately, that's not how human beings work. There is no leeway in our education system, certainly not in the education system that I experienced, albeit in the 80s and 90s, but as far as I can work out even now, there's not really huge amounts of leeway of, well, that kid's just going to develop at a different time. 
that kid's just on their own scale. That kid just doesn't really fit in with this idea of sitting down and looking forward and learning numbers. That's not how this kid is designed biologically through nature to learn. You know, some kids need to learn by running around. Some kids are really into sitting still and listening. And so from such a young age, we are told that we are better or worse than our peers. And we are given this idea that in order to be loved and accepted and therefore to feel safe in our own existence, we need to keep up with the kid next to us. And we take that paradigm into adulthood. We assume that because we are 23 or 33 or 43 and we look around at what all the other 23 or 33 or 43 year olds are doing, we think, fuck, I should be doing that. What's wrong with me that I am not doing that yet? There must be something wrong with me because that kid got an A in their maths exam and I only got a B. That kid got promoted yesterday and I haven't. It's like, it's a playground attitude. That's not to say that it's an attitude you shouldn't have. I totally understand why you feel like that. And let me tell you this. Oh my God, until I was about 37 and I'm 39 now. Oh no, maybe slightly younger, 36. I felt exactly the same. All my friends were really successful people and they were beginning to earn six figures and I was barely scraping together 50 grand a year. They were going on holiday to Europe and talking about, some of them were talking about long service leave. I was like, I'm a casual, you know, five years ago, I was still a casual earning 20 bucks an hour, long service. I didn't even have holiday pay. And, you know, friends were buying houses and talking about investment properties and paying into their super and, you know, all this like grown up stuff. And I felt so far away from that, so far removed from that world. And like, the chasm between where I was and where they were was getting bigger with every passing second. And I don't think, I think we probably feel this more acutely in our late twenties and early thirties, because I think, again, according to the scale, according to the norm, that tends to be when people begin to get quite serious about their career. They start earning really decent money. They start talking about getting married, they start having children, they start buying those first or second houses, excuse me. And so we feel it more acutely at that age. But I think everyone feels like this. At some point, people look at their peers and they think, you have more than me, you are doing more than me, you are happier than me, you've got more than me. Therefore, what is wrong with me? So you're not alone. The thing to remember is that we grow at separate times. So just because, like I said, at primary school, by the age of seven, you were expected to have ticked a certain amount of boxes, that paradigm no longer exists for you. Now, obviously, we become conditioned, especially those formative years are are our most acute, impactful years in terms of the conditioning of our neurology to think certain things, believe certain things, assume certain things, and then we take those things on as truth. So I want you consciously and purposefully and with intent and on a daily basis to come to this thought. And that is that everybody grows at separate times. And the timeline that you think you should be on is a lie. You don't see a tree turning around to another tree going like, fuck man, you've got more branches than me. Fuck man, I'm fucked. What the fuck am I gonna do? Shit, where am I gonna get some more branches from? 
you don't. Trees don't do that. Trees go, I'm growing. And the tree next to me is growing. And we're both going to grow and we're going to look completely different. And we're probably going to serve different purposes. We will produce different nuts or different fruits or different leaves. And my leaves are going to be green the whole year round. And your leaves are going to shrivel up and die every single year. But then in spring, you're going to have this wonderful blossom that I'm actually going to be a little bit jealous of because I don't get blossom because I'm just green all the year round. Like that's how trees work, man. We're no different to trees. I mean, obviously we're fucking different to trees, but... Ultimately, when we strip down all the highly anxious conscious thoughts that we have as human beings and take it back to basics, take it back to the most simple formula that you can bring it down to, be like a tree. Grow at your own pace. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Now you can look at what other people are doing and that can inspire you. And that's a great thing. There is such a thing as healthy comparison. I'm a huge believer in comparing yourself to other people, not so that you can beat up on yourself, not so that you can feel shit about yourself, not so that you can retreat back into yourself, but so you can look at someone and be like, fuck man, if they can do it, I can do it. They've just paved the way for me. They're just proving what is possible. So I'm going to take some of that belief over there. I'm going to take some of that evidence and and I'm going to like pull that into my own experience. Well, that person did it. I can do it. You've got the Wright brothers who they didn't invent aviation. It was always possible for us to fly. They just worked out how we could do it. But imagine if everyone else went, oh, they worked out how to fly. Oh, well, we'll we, we just, we won't bother then. That's not what happened. Or like the first automobile, we'd still be driving around in chitty chitty bang bang if someone hadn't gone, oh, you can do that. Okay, well, I'm going to do that too. And then we make things better. That's how we have created this really amazing society. Someone has an idea, someone sees that idea and goes, wow, okay, that's possible. If that's possible, what else is possible? And then they add to it and they add to it and they add to it. So don't let what other people are doing make you feel like you are being left behind. See what other people are doing and feel inspired by it for sure. But keep coming back to this idea on a daily basis that where you are in your own timeline, which is of your own creation, is where you are. Time is irrelevant. We grow at separate times. We evolve at separate times. I was such a late bloomer. Such I didn't have my financial shit sorted until about two years ago. I was such a late bloomer. I was, like I said, in a casual hospital job at the age of 35, kicking about, doing nothing, I still don't have a mortgage. I still haven't bought property, but I'm not looking at my friends going, fuck, 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 fuck. I'm on my own timeline. I'm doing my own thing and I'm doing it my own way. Take yourself off the scale because the scale is man-made. The scale is a thought and that thought is a lie. You can only compare yourself to where you are now. So for a long time, I would judge myself and my worth against what other people were achieving. And it's such a specific metric It's like, if you've got a house, you must be more worthy as a human being than me. If you're a mother, you are more important as a human being than me. And that's, again, just a thought that is a lie. And it's a thought of your own creation. And of course, it is reinforced by the paradigms under which we live and the social conditioning under which we were born and the society under which we exist today. But the judgment that you feel is coming solely from you, which is a great thing because if it's coming from you, you can change it, you own it, it is you. 
not the feeling is you, you own the feeling. So if you're feeling that judgment, we need to do something about it. If you're anything like me, your first thought in the morning is often one of, oh, holy fuck. We wake up instantly feeling like we're in lack. Not enough sleep, not enough time, not enough. We scroll through social media and feel not enough. We think about our day ahead and feel underprepared, uninspired or overwhelmed. What if we're not enough? Before we're even out of bed, our mind is telling us all sorts of crazy stories and these stories set the precedent for our day and have a huge effect on our results. Imagine if you could start your day with a different thought. Imagine waking up to a daily reminder of the greatness that lies within you. Imagine having your own personal and funny cheerleader inspiring you every single day. Imagine your first waking thought being one of abundance and purpose. Well, imagine no longer, my friend, because now you can wake up with M. Wake Up With M is a text message service for women who are ready to wake up to their power, purpose and passion. A daily motivational message from me personally to get you smiling into your day and vibing high from the moment you wake up and all for less than the price of a couple of lattes a month. And even better, you get the first month completely for free. Because, well, you know you might actually find it really annoying to have a daily reminder that you're amazing and capable and awesome. Head to emilychadbourne.com forward slash wake up or check out the link in the show notes below. Good morning, you're awesome. Ask yourself, am I happy with where I'm at right now? Now, if you're not, and it sounds like you're not, sort your shit out and do something about it. And I say it with love, I really do that you have two options in front of you right now. The first is that you continue to sit where you are, doing the same thing, not really liking your job, not really feeling like you've got enough money, not, I'm gonna be honest, really going anywhere. And I understand how paralyzing that place is because I was in it myself for many years, sitting in that seat of, I don't know what else to do. I feel trapped by my current circumstances. I don't know how to get out of this. I don't know what the right path is. I'm petrified of doing something that might be the wrong thing. And that whole time that I was in that analysis paralysis, trying to work out what the right thing to do was, I wasn't doing anything. And that gap between me and my friends was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Now that gap was only in my head. My friends went like, kicking about, not doing anything, isn't she? My friends are like, Em's a legend. She just hasn't quite worked out what she's doing yet. So that's your first path. Wait for something external, like a bolt of lightning or a lottery win to come and save your ass. The second option is to do something about where you're at. So your last question to me was, what should I do? Anything. (laughs) Do anything. Like you want to know how to make more money? Go and find out how to make more money. There are people who are fucking posting TikTok videos for 20 grand a fucking pop at the moment. Making money isn't hard. You've just convinced yourself that the only way to make money is to be in an admin job that you don't like. You've convinced yourself that the only way to make money is to have an exceptional skill of some kind. You've just boxed yourself. You've just limited yourself. You've just put your own limiting perception on your existence. So shift your perspective, go and find people who've made a fuck ton of money and go, what did you do? 
And I don't mean like, oh, they're a brain surgeon. I mean, like, how do people invest their money? How have people taken the hundred dollars that they've got in their bank account and made a million out of it? Go and study those people. Go and speak to those people. Go and listen to those people's podcasts. What are you doing with your time, your money and your energy? Are you sitting at home worrying about the fact that you don't have any time, money or energy? Or are you taking what time, money and energy you do have and investing it and finding out about the next step for you? And the next step doesn't need to be the right step. The next step is just the next step. There's no right, there's no wrong. You can't get it right or wrong. You just do something. Because while you are doing nothing, nothing is going to change. And that's not fucking rocket science. That's just logic. While you do nothing and sit in this state, nothing will change. So you want to know how to make more money? Go and find out how to make more money. Making money isn't hard. Your perception that making money is hard is what is stopping you from making more money. Go back to study. How can I afford that? Get a second job. Find a side hustle. Are you willing? I say this to my clients all of the time. The only thing that limits your ability in terms of manifestation is whether or not you are willing. And it's one of the biggest questions my cl- I get my clients to ask themselves. They set these intentions and then I ask them to take a step back and ask themselves truly, deeply, honestly, am I willing to do what needs to be done to become the person I'm going to need to become in order to create this for myself. You don't have enough money right now, go and get a second job. You don't have enough money right now, go and start a side hustle. Is it scary? Yes. Are there risks involved? Of course. But your other option is you stay where you are right now. You okay? Just one second. Sorry, the dog dog got stuck. You're right, buddy, aren't you? There's a gap between my headboard and the windowsill in my bedroom, and he jumps over the headboard to sit on the windowsill. Anyway, he jumped and fell and got stuck. (laughs) If you are unhappy with your current circumstances, change them. And that take I'm not saying that that's an easy thing to do. Now he's found a squeaky toy. That's thanks, bud. I'm not saying that's an easy thing to do. It's a scary thing to do. Buddy, honey, I love you so much. Put that toy down. Yeah. It's a scary thing to do. I I totally get it. I absolutely, I was there. I understand it. I push myself to my limit in terms of tight butt moments on a very regular basis. It's how I continue to evolve my business and believe me going from $20 an hour waitress to I'm going to start my own business with no money in debt not knowing what I'm doing that was scary but I was no longer willing to be the person that sat there moaning about her existence and comparing herself to people when I had the full power of changing that and so I say that with love But the only person that's going to get you out of this hole, and I understand you feel like you're in a hole, is you. So start fucking digging. And sometimes you're going to dig and it's going to go sideways. And sometimes you're going to dig and you're going to be like, oh, fuck, I'm really getting out of this. And then there might be a slight avalanche. And that's just part and parcel of it. It's never a straight, linear, incremental progression in exactly the same way that the way that we develop, what we achieve, how we learn, how we grow isn't always linear and it's not always incremental. If, like me, you love reading cool stuff, listening to interesting interviews and hearing funny, quirky stories that feel really relatable, then sign up for my famous Friday emails. 
They're jam-packed with awesomeness, and if you sign up and you're not into it, you can always unsubscribe. Link in the show notes, and I look forward to being in your inbox on Friday. It's Friday! Ask yourself, am I willing? Am I willing to do what it takes to get myself out of this situation? Am I willing to do what it takes to learn how to earn more money? Am I willing to do what it takes to find myself in a financial position where I can buy my own house and go on nice holidays to Europe? And am I willing to put myself out there and start meeting new people so that I can start dating new people instead of just hanging around with my married friends every single weekend and wondering why I'm not meeting anyone new? Are you willing? And if you're not, awesome. Make full peace with where you are at. But if you are, then anything's possible for you. Okay, dokie. Gonna pop into some of the questions. So true, such sensible advice. Oh, thank you. Um, everyone is sending you love, Theodore, for falling down the gap between the bed. And yeah, I'm talking to you, mate. Um, love that analogy. Start digging. Yes, just start digging. It's scary. I totally understand that it's scary. But actually, once you start, once the motion starts. It's actually not that scary. It becomes quite exciting. It becomes quite invigorating. The first step is always the hardest. I've been digging and willing, but then I hit a rock. Then I get stuck on how to dig again. Set a very clear intention for where you want to go, who you want to be, and what you want to achieve. And if that intention, if that why, if that vision gets you so fucking excited, and to begin with, my vision wasn't like, oh, I really want to be a life coach at all. My vision was, I want to be anything but waiting tables. I want to feel anything but how I'm feeling right now. I want to know how to be happy. I want to know how to be, I didn't even want to be rich. I just wanted to be comfortable. I wanted not to have to worry about money. I, I wanted to be able to go on nice holidays and maybe one day own a home. And that was my vision. I didn't see the Emily Tubborn brand. Believe me, this has been quite a shock. If you are so excited, not even excited, if you're so passionate about that vision, which is again why I ask you to ask yourself that question, when you are intention setting in the hub, am I willing? Then when you come up against those rocks, you see that rock and you go, this is a challenge that I'm grateful to overcome. This is a challenge which is going to allow me to grow and to evolve and to strengthen my resolve. This is a rock that is here to show me some stuff that I might need to clear up internally. This is a rock that is jarred up against my belief system, which no longer serves me. This is a, a challenge which has come upon me, which is vital for me to overcome because I am so fucking passionate about where I'm going that even if I need to dig around this rock, excavate this rock, bring someone else in to help me fucking lift this rock, this rock is not going to stand in between me and my vision. It's a rock and it sucks. What the fuck am I gonna do about it? If you do not have a vision, if you do not have a, a reason, a why, then that rock is gonna hurt and you're gonna be like, oh, rock sit back down then but that is your choice it's your choice you don't think other people hit rocks fuck man a rock i wouldn't i'd kill for a rock fucking boulders boulders of belief systems that i've had to overcome embarrassment that i've had to feel worry doubt anger work resentment judgment i have 50,000 no's before I hit a yes. 
those first two years in business where I was barely making any money. Do you want to be my client? No. Do you want to be my client? No. Do you want to be my client? No. Fuck, man, what am I doing wrong? Well, you don't know anything about sales. You don't know anything about marketing. You don't really have the self-belief. I had to go and I had to work that shit out. Those rocks aren't just yours. Everyone has rocks. And some people's rocks are bigger than others. But that doesn't mean anyone's rocks are any more important than the person's next to them. Everyone's got their own rocks. Pick up the shovel and keep fucking digging would be my advice. Or don't, but then surrender to the fact that you are going to stay where you are. You don't think Oprah hit a rock? Ellen? Ellen's fucking rock when she came out and got fired and got told she'd never work on TV again? Imagine if she'd gone, oh, okay, I'll just sit back down then, right? She didn't. Went, okay, here's a rock. I'm going to be sad. I'm going to be angry. I'm going to be upset. And I'm going to pick myself up the next day and keep going. Like there is no, there's no magic pill that you are missing. There is no cute little, we all know a secret that you don't know. It's tenacity and it is grit and it is determination. And it is the willingness to get shit wrong and to reframe what failure is and to understand that success does not come in a clear pathway. It doesn't. It comes with rocks. So get used to the rocks because they're going to be more of them. Someone said to me once, and it was such a beautiful way to explain it. You know, life is not about finding out how not to suffer because suffering is intrinsically part of being a human being. So what you need to do is you need to learn how to suffer well. And I think the people that reach success define what success means to you. They don't have less rocks than the people around you. They just learn how to continue despite the fucking rocks. Hell yeah, so useful and brilliant. Oh, awesome. I'm pleased that that has been useful. Yes, very useful. Good. I will go around the rock because I am totally invested in where I want to be. I just have to keep picking myself up when I need. I can do this. Yes. How different energetically does it feel to have that kind of attitude as opposed to, oh, I hit a rock. Thank you, Emily. My struggle at the moment is I've lost my goal. I don't know what I want. I'm sure I'm at crossroads I have never been at and I feel like there is something I have to step away from. Yes, the vision has changed. Yeah. And so always checking back in with your vision, like sit down with yourself every quarter and give yourself like a business meeting. If you were working, you know, when we work in big, massive companies, we sit down. I used to have KPI meetings every Monday when I worked in corporate in London. Every Monday we would sit down and have KPI meetings. And you had to justify your numbers. And we would talk about menu changes. I worked in hospitality. We'd talk about menu changes. We'd talk about new restaurants opening. We'd talk about la, 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 staffing, all sorts, every single Monday. So why would you not be having those types of meetings with yourself, with your partner? You know, like check in with yourself. Um, nice to know everyone has a rock. Sometimes you think it's just you talking like this and sharing helps. That is why... Diana, that is why it's so important for you to be in an environment like the hub. If you are sitting at home right now feeling like everyone else is, you know, in their lovely linear incremental progression and everyone else is nailing it and everyone isn't like you are living in a lie. It's not true. Everyone's got rocks, man. Rocks can change your direction for the better. They sure can. Absolutely. Sometimes a rock will send you off in a different direction that you didn't know that you needed to go in. That's it for today's episode. I trust you loved it. And remember, you can join me as I record these episodes live on Thursday mornings. All of the details are in the show notes. 
If you love this episode, I'd really appreciate you sharing it with a mate or on your socials. Please tag me, Emily underscore that crazy thing called life. You can also share it through Spotify. And if you're listening on iTunes, please rate and review. It really helps other people find this valuable content. And as always, nothing beats a good bit of word of mouth, does it? So you let Barbara down the road know that she should have a little listen to this episode. If you're interested in joining the Unashamedly Human Hub, my global coaching community, check out the link in the show notes. See you in the next episode and keep being brave.